It's Thursday, the 23rd of November, and I am Leonard Vidbian with your 7 a.m. news. The first ever National Accounting Summit was held in Vanduk and was hosted by the Institute of Chartered Accountants in the country. We spoke with the CEO of the Institute, Feni Nikevali, with some of the challenges that came out during this event. There were a few challenges that came out of there. The one is, of course, that as a professional, we need to remain relevant at all times. We need to continuously professionally develop ourselves. We need to be resilient and we need to be adaptive to change. And then also, so the lack of academics that are currently in our education sector and the lack of public sector chartered accountants to provide public oversight and public financial management for government. We do not have enough. We need more, but it, it does remain a challenge and we're looking into that. Namibia's hospitality sector exhibited resilience in October with national occupancy rates holding steady at 65.5% consistent with the figures reported in September. This marked an improvement from the 54.6% occupancy rate recorded in October 2022. CEO of Han, Gita told Tourism growth is continuing. We've had very good figures since July and it doesn't seem to stop here. November even looks more promising than October and forward bookings also look very, very promising. But it's also remarkable from the October statistics is to see that there is a continued growth even in our most traditional and established markets. That's now the German-speaking European markets, but also France and Italy. Switzerland, Austria and Germany together grows by 4,5% compared to 2019. And both Italy and France also rose by 1,5%. So it means that established as Namibia is in the European market still is very popular and there is scope for growth. The government of the Republic of Botswana and De Beers Group announced they have reached an agreement in principle on a new 10-year sales agreement for Deptswana's rough diamonds production. This transformational new agreement reflects the aspirations of the people of Botswana. Namibia Economic and Social Justice Trust's Herbert Jauch. It is more than likely that Namibia loses as well billions of dollars in potential revenue from its diamonds. I think the same must apply to Namibia, not only for the case of diamonds, but also for many of the other natural resources in the country for which we get a raw deal and where billions of dollars in potential revenue are lost for Namibia. Eastern Cape Premier Oscar Mabuyane says the provincial government with its key stakeholders have signed a joint declaration to reinforce cooperation and serve as a blueprint for collective efforts to advance the development of the province. The declaration was signed during the Provincial Development Conference in East London. Mabuyane says this is to enhance the lives of the people of Eastern Cape through socio-economic and sustainable development, including economic growth, inclusive employment, as well as ensuring the quality of service. The United Nations has welcomed an agreement between Israel and Hamas for a four-day pause in the fighting. The deal will also see 50 hostages taken by Hamas on October 7 returned to Israel in exchange for the release of 150 Palestinians from prison. But the UN warns that more is needed to ease the suffering for people living in Gaza. William Denslow reports from the United Nations headquarters in New York. The executive director of UN Women says around 67% of the more than 14,000 people estimated to have been killed in Gaza since October 7th are women and children. The executive director of the UN's children's agency UNICEF said roughly a million children in the Palestinian enclave are food insecure and that Gaza is the most dangerous place on earth to be a child. UN officials say a pause to the fighting is insufficient. William Denslow, New York. To get the latest news bulletin on WhatsApp, send a message to 083-000-1049. Future Media News, independent, accurate and on time.